Three, two, one! Hello, everybody. Hello, welcome to the 13th? Is it yeah. the 13th? 14th. No, 13th. What well, was the 13th one? <laughs> this. <laughs> yeah, no way. You just argued against yourself. Wait. Wait. Okay, we're oh, waiting for you to, to figure out whatever you want to say. Are we really on the 13th? Because that's unlucky. No, I think it's I think it's 14th. I think it's uh, No, I'll look it up. Nick, don't look it up. I'm looking it up. It's fine. Um, I'm looking up before you. No. Well, uh, oh, yeah, no, this is the 13th. Marcos was the 12th. Screw you. Um, oh, timestamp. No. No, oh. that's not a timestamp. Oh, fine. So I said it was a Okay, you, you've said it plenty of times on the podcast. Yeah. Anyways... We should have prepared, like, unlucky movies for this one. Oh, yeah, we should like, have. Like, superstition well, but movies. but to be fair, our thing is about new movies, so we can Yeah, really... thankfully... Oh, by the way, if you hear that in the background, I don't know if you do or not, but there's a loud, like, thudding they sound. They definitely do. Um, <laughs> I don't know what that is. It's like a metronome. So here's the thing with the podcast. Usually, um, Pahul, Nick, and I, we record this podcast typically right once we see each other for the first time in, like, a week, but uh, we actually had a sleepover last night... So we have been together for roughly 24 hours. True that. So I think that the vibe of this podcast is going to be very, very different from all the other ones. And I apologize if it's, like, down from what it normally is. Haven't pooped in 24 hours. <laughs> Actually, more than 24 hours. I haven't pooped in, like, 32 hours. Well, why don't you, are you... Do you need to poop? <laughs> like, really bad, but I'll hold it in. Why do you don't you go? I've held it in before. Why, why do you hold it in? Well, sometimes when I'm, like, traveling, I don't want to use the air airport bathroom so mine is not the airport bathroom mine is so much cleaner it's still scary how is it scary I, it just is that makes no sense actually i just i resolved the argument i was here and you were here so you're in the middle so like we're kind of both right anyway uh the context of that was that there was a long fight beforehand <laughs> about where we were supposed to sit and Nick admitted that he was the idiot in the situation. So okay, so no, but let's establish that this is where we normally sit. Yeah, and if there's a the guest. Okay, and if there's a guest. The guest sits right okay, there. Okay, just some recorded thing. Pahul towards the window. Robert towards the office. Me towards the corner. And just to be clear, towards <sighs> mean back to. Back to. Yeah. Back to the front of the back, back to of the, the good old days. And <laughs> um. Okay, so this week is exciting because new movies are out. True but that. before we get into that, I think we should talk some uh, some changes. Um, movie theaters. I'm gay. Oh. What, are, what are you saying? <laughs> he asked me to grab his phone. Yeah, so. I don't know why he whispered that. Um, oh movie God, theaters are opening. Um, they have the authorization to open on Friday. And Cinemark, the big movie theater chain, has announced that they will be reopening their theaters on June 19th, which what? is exciting for many, many reasons. I will be to the first showing of whatever movie I can possibly be because I miss the movie theater so much. I don't, I genuinely don't think I have like gone longer without seeing a movie since probably like you were born. It's probably like first or born. second. You grade. didn't see a movie for nine months once. When? Yeah, when you were in your, in your mom's stomach. Well, actually, that depends on your views no. on, like, when does life start, and that gets complicated. I mean, it so depends on your views if you're, like, staring at, like, skip. red, uh, red <laughs> stomach. Like, <laughs> fast forward. I don't think that's the fast forward sound effect. Oh. I think it's we're, more like... Yeah, that's it. Here, let me get it. Oh, you're going to pull it up right now? Will the mic be able to pick it up? Yeah. I actually, I want to search to see if there's any movies showing right now. Do you think your guys' parents will let you go to the movie theaters... Ooh, when they reopen, I really much done it. Yeah, me too. Really? 
Dang, because I was thinking that we could start reviewing whatever they're showing in theaters. Because I think be they're good. they're planning on showing like older movies. Oh. oh. No, Wait. that's that's. Yeah, that was pretty accurate. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing is, I uh, we both finally got haircuts, Pahul and I. Yeah. And I that. uh dyed my hair. Uh, Pahul did not, but I dyed it's my hair. It's a shame we don't have the cameras this week. I'm surprised. Oh, anytime somebody changes their hair, you find some like insult to use for them. That's like, not true. When I, I just did that once. When I went blonde, you called me blondie. And when, I can't call you brownie because that's racist. <laughs> when uh, when Sean shaved his head off, you would always go in front of him. It's j it, you, you don't see that there's red in it? Stop, that's copyrighted. It's not copyrighted. It's, it's, it's literally it's, it's copyright free. It's Auburn. It's, it's Auburn. Okay. Yeah, that's not red. That's like brown. You can still call me Ginger. Aub no. It's Auburn red. There's red in it. There, no. Stop it. <laughs> There's a very specific Wait, okay. person who no. I think of when I say Ginger. Who? Lunter Horns. <laughs> Wait, in the light, does it look more red? Do you see Louder, it? you're away. In the light, does it look more red? No one can no. see you. No, he's asking me. I know. Why am I yelling? I'm right there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you guys are yelling. Um, <laughs> this, <laughs> <laughs> this, this podcast episode is really not, not... It's off the rails. Yeah, this is a weird one. We need back Madame Rager. I think... Oh, we should really have her on again. I think we should repeat our special guests... Sometimes. When? Well, I was I thinking, like, when we do the other I comedy specials thing, we should bring Marco back. I, you know what I think would be funny? If we had an episode where we have every single previous guest on, on the same episode. Well, we cannot coordinate. No, we would have to do it on Zoom. And we, it would just be anybody who can make it. I think that will be hilarious. Okay, let's do it once we have, like, ten special guests at least. Yeah, yeah. I think, imagine Madame Rager and Jack Lowbridge on a call together. <laughs> That's, like, two completely separate worlds crossing over together. Um, okay. Let's talk movies. Nice. Um, so, Pahul, what order do you want to go in this week? Ooh, um... Do you, do you want me to give you some options like I normally do? Uh, yeah, give me some most options. Most sci-fi, least sci-fi. We can do most sci-fi, least sci-fi. We can do, um... What was the middle one? <laughs> uh, oh, gotcha. Yeah, I think one of them is more middle. We could do worst to best, because I think that we will agree on that. Worst to best? Ooh. We agree on what the worst is, and the best is, like, questionable. They're very close, so I'm going to go with that one, yeah. Worst to best? All right, yeah. so... The first movie we are discussing this week is High Note. The High Note. The uh, High Note. Nick? I thought we were gonna say it at the same time, but yeah. oh, okay. Three, two, one. The, the High, High Note. Note. Oh, you didn't. Say I it. thought it was a thing between you no, two. All three of us. Ready? Three, two, one. The, the High, High Note. Note. You said High Note. Oh, okay, shoot. one more time. Three, two, one. The High, High Note. Note. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. What's the high? What's the High Note about? Uh, well, the storyline for the High Note, which came out this 2020. Uh, this 2020. This this 2020. <laughs> not another year's 2020, but this very 2020. Screw you, man! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep on, keep on going, bro. Um, a superstar singer and her overworked personal assistant are presented with, presented with a choice that uh, could, after the course of their alter, sorry, alter the course of their respective careers. Uh, plot keywords, title directed by female, F-rated, recorded session, taglines, you've got to start at the bottom before you take it to the top. Uh, the genre is drama, music, romance, and uh, yeah, it's rated PG-13. <laughs> Very in-depth analysis there, Nick. Yeah. Um, 
So the high note. Uh, oh, I think all three of us watched this one, right? What are you yeah. laughing at? I saw another plot key line. There's a lens flare and then a reference to Taylor Swift. That's the plot line. <laughs> plot tag. That, that's a pretty. That's a pretty good plot synopsis. Um, let's see who goes first. I hate going first, so Nick, you're gonna go first. Um, well, you know, there's not really a lot to say about this movie. Uh, it's it's yeah. I got a I got an exercise ball and I'm just like like bouncing on it. That's really all you have to say about the high note. <laughs> no, well, I was bouncing, so he was mocking me. <laughs> um, I don't really like. Okay, this movie uh, it, it's it, 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 it comprises of a story, sort of, of just some highs and lows. But the lows aren't very low, and the highs aren't very high. The highs are pretty high, dude. Yeah, those are pretty high. Like highs. literally getting famous high. Okay, yeah, but we're already introduced into, like... Meeting your mother, hi. That would be cool if it was someone from the streets and a homeless person. But we're introduced to, a, to like, a superstar's life, who is surrounded by superstars. So them getting she famous is... Her son? Well, yeah, Dakota... Spoiler alert, much? <laughs> oh, are we not spoiling these movies? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I would prefer if we didn't. Why? Um... Because... We, Who's but... gonna listen to this podcast and see... Oh, gee, that... that... Everyone on TikTok. Yeah. I, That's what I'll let, 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 Let's take a sidetrack real quick, Nick. Why don't you explain the TikTok idea to our to our listeners? <laughs> <laughs> you just don't need to burp. You just don't need no, to. No, I was gonna give a really big one. And I started laughing and it's gone now. <laughs> okay, and good. So much air just went into my like throat, and it's, it's just gonna stuck come there back. Now. It's gonna come back. It's gonna come back. It's, it's so gonna really warm back. in here. I know. Is the air conditioning even on? I'm gonna go test that. Louder when you're away. Remember. Okay, so basically, the TikTok thing is. It's really easy to go viral on TikTok. Really? And it, yeah, like I, I I posted a video of me and a robot dancing. Dude, that was pretty cool. That was pretty. That cool. was an awesome. Yeah, like, that was awesome. And, well, that's not didn't go viral. It just like got more views than like I have ever gotten in anything. And then it's gone now. When I go to for your TikTok you, page, I can't for find me, it. For me, it's there. I don't yeah, know. only for you. And also, the music is off of it. I think you faced a copyright strike. <laughs> Do not burp. God. No, it's not a copyright check. That, that, that doesn't happen on TikTok. Yeah, TikTok's like all copyright. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Wait, why did it? I think the person who had the like noise uh, deleted it because if it, if they do then that's pretty common on TikTok. Anyways, Dang. so um I'm getting ready to post ten. It's it's so coming. I can feel it. But um I'm getting ready to post ten TikToks. Uh, basically, just advertising our podcast. So if you're listening from TikTok, then uh, <laughs> hello. Wow, you, I, you could never be the host to a podcast. What I don't know how now? how you talk what like that. Genuinely, you're the fact checker. You're you're maybe a like vice 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 host. Every single po- we never introduced each other. I'm oh, your shoot. host, Robert Berg. Um, <laughs> Uh, no, I like. We don't have to introduce <coughs> ourselves every single time. No, they touch me like you already know who we are. Let's they get know. going. They know. They know. But what about all the new TikTok people? Uh, fuck. Go ahead. Uh, I'm your host, Robert Burke, and I'm joined by my vice host, Pahul Chabra, and fact checker Nicholas Mana. Um, on every single TikTok, I say I help host a podcast because saying fact checker would be really weird. Uh, no, every, every good no, podcast I, has no, its fact I agree checker. with you. I, but I help host the podcast. I'm a producer in the, for the no, podcast. No, I say I help host the, host the podcast. And, no, I'm um, a producer. In the, in the po- You're a producer. No, I'm telling you what I say. <laughs> You're a producer. Because I have a question. Your TikTok thing. Yeah. Um, is it just you explaining what the podcast is, or is there something humorous about it? 
Um, in the first one, I kind of get more comfortable in front of the camera, like, as it goes on. So in the first one, I'm, like, a little business kid. I'm like, this is the podcast. Uh, we, we used to get in college and blah, blah, blah. And then the last one, I'm, like, burping really loud. I'm like, what's up? This is the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's such a deviation as the videos come you need, you need to make more of those and, like, record for, like, hours and see where you get, like, towards the end of it. One of them has to, like, at least go above a thousand views. I don't know. That's very hopeful, Mike. Yeah, that is very hopeful. Especially, it's extremely hopeful that any one of the 1,000 viewers would go on to watch, like... Maybe, like, two or three. Okay, Nick, you need to stop burping. I know you are able to control yourself, so please do. So... Is that Ian's water bottle? So what I did... What? (laughs) So what I did um, was I went into a TikToker who was... He used to be very popular. He's, um, he has, uh, very, uh, high-functioning autism. And he, like, he's very hated in the community because he's, like, he's just very, like, he's, he's a, he's very, like, obnoxious and, like, he takes other people's, like, credit and stuff like that. And so he has hundreds of thousands of followers, but every single video he posts gets, like, a thousand views, which is, like, nothing. Um, and I counted how many times between each viral video that he has, which all, all his videos are just reacting to, like, viral videos, just, like, him staring at the camera and then that's it. So I, I count, it's like, it could be a viral video, and then like 10 videos later, it's a viral video, and then like 5 videos later. And I did that for like, 7 viral videos, and then I averaged them, and it came out to 10, which is why I made 10 TikToks. So one of them at least has to go viral. Uh, I, now, that is good math, Nick. Like, that, that's impressive. That was such a boring thing to listen to. I'm not I thought lie. it was cool. I wasn't really listening, but I thought... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I tried paying attention, that was so boring. I'm sorry. Listeners. Okay, okay, um, Pahul? Clearly, Nick does not have much to say about the high note. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> you genuinely need to stop. I, I, I'm not even kidding. I went that way. Okay, Pahul. Um, Pahul's happy this week because he has his phone, so he can True look that. at his notes. True so, that. what did you write down for the high note? Uh, forty-five seventeen for the popsicle. Uh, oh yeah. Well, why don't, why don't you explain what the popsicle thing is? Don't don't so, so the lady, right? The, the Fifty Shades of Grey lady, she goes to the grocery store. Dakota something. Dakota Johnson. Dakota Johnson. I like her name. I do It's nice. I hate it. Oh, Dakota here? And she's like... Yeah, Dakota's a cool name to have. Like Dakota's like, a biker name. Like Mississippi, and it's named after a river. That's a bad That's a bad name. Wait, is Dakota a river? Fact check. Dakota's a... State. No, it's not. No, it's oh, not. wait, North Dakota, South Dakota. Yeah, yeah, no, but Dakota's not a state. That's true. Y'all were it's a so region. Quick to Sorry. Okay. Whatever. Go on. <laughs> I wish that all of our states were named North and South something, so it could be like we could be South California, and then no, Oregon could, would be like North California. St. Johnson, whatever the hell it's called. Wait, we'd be South California, and Oregon would be North California. Well, there's nothing south of us that belongs. To no, the we could like split into two. Whatever. That not one like guy. all of Mexico will be South California, and we'll be North California. What's the guy that wants to split? Like, what's the movement that wants to split California? Jefferson. Jefferson State. How does he not know that State of Jefferson was... No, I just forget, like, really common things, really, usually. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you really do. Okay, <laughs> well, uh, continue you to... to explain the popsicles thing, please. So she's, she's walking in, and then she sees this African-American gentleman who tries to sing a song on the radio, and he's pretty bad. And, and then they're talking, and they're flirting and stuff. And then at the end, he's like, oh, I'm having a party, and then whatever. Do you mind? Nick! What, what what game is that for? It's Kevin MacLeod. 
Oh, I heard about that guy. Is he that on like, a game? No, it's like all. No, no, it's just like a lot of copyrighted music. Use, use that song. It's all generic. It, no, that's on um, Ragdoll Blaster. Yeah, probably because it's royalty-free music. I love Ragdoll Blaster <laughs> so much. It's such a good game. Anyway, she pays forty-five dollars for <laughs> popsicles, which is pretty stupid. And I'm gonna edit this podcast while we're recording it. Mm-mm, no. <laughs> my, my watch is in my mouth. Oh, you have to think of something without your notes. Um. Hmm. See, why are I, we so bad this, at reviewing movies? I am trying. We looked up something during it. No, yes. wait. Twice, actually. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm thinking. I think I'm gonna spend two dollars on this game because it reminds me of my childhood. Oh wait, no, this is a ripoff version. This ain't the same game, or is it? Oh, it's a remake of the old Ragdoll Blaster, but it was very poorly made. What happened to Ragdoll Blaster? Oh, I Dude. Ragdoll Blaster. Dude. These what? are all conversations you could be having with yourself in your head. Yeah, okay. No, but I'm waiting for you to try to say something Well, I'm getting distracted. Okay, here's the thing. I watched okay. the high note after I watched Shirley, and before I watched... What's that? The Best of Night. And it was weird because I went to a really thrilly kind of movie, like a really space kind of movie after watching this movie. And, um... I feel like it's a nice break, honestly, between the two movies. Like, if you were doing a marathon thing, I like this because, you know, you don't have to think about it, you know? You can just put it on the background, and they're laughing, and then, you know, they're falling and stuff, and it's fun. That's all I have to say. I, I think that saying a movie, uh, like, nothing happens in a movie, and you can put it on the background and not pay attention <laughs> to it, I don't think that's a very positive thing to say well, about a movie. Well, some people are looking for that, you know? Like, you're you're working all day, a 9-to-5 job, maybe even, like, 9-to-8 job, or, like, 6-to-12 job, and you're, and you're working... 10-and-3 on the wheel. What? 10-and-2 on the wheel. How can you be so stupid? You think that people hold wheels like this? <laughs> <laughs> I just had a random number. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, please keep on talking. So you have like a really long job. Nine and three. Sorry. No one holds it at nine and three. People hold it at ten and two. That's yeah, weird. I know. yeah. Either I know. either this or this. Um, I don't hold it. You're genuinely so confusing, Nick. You're you're hurting my brain. This Pahul, please um, just keep on talking. I'm uh, trying. I know you are. Anyway, I forgot. You're talking about people who have jobs. Yeah, so people have jobs, and they're really stressed out. And, you know, sometimes they just want to turn their minds off and watch someone else get really successful. Because, honestly, right now, it seems like their boss won't give them a promotion. And they might as well watch us, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Why would we inspire them? Because we're going to be so successful. (laughs) Yeah, this podcast will be looked back on and they're like, wow, they were three, like, CEOs of major companies at such a young age. Anyway. Do you have anything to say about this movie? 1,200. No, you can't give your score already. I was trying to give my score. I mean, I was trying to give my rating. I mean, I was trying to give my (laughs) review. (laughs) What? Okay. Genuine. Okay. Generally, did you have a positive or negative experience watching this movie? Both of you. I I will go down to the basics of what film criticism is. Did you find it a positive experience or a negative experience? I found it a positive experience because for most of the movie, I was just playing heroes and generals. Oh my god. <laughs> what about you, Nick? If I were watching this in the theater, I'd be really bored. That's all I'm gonna say. Negative. <laughs> Negative. 
one word is all you could shit like. You asked me to say positive or negative. I asked you to elaborate from there as well. Like negative because negative because I uh, really disliked the premise and the like the storyline. It, it was doomed to be bad. In what, my what was wrong with the premise? Actually, uh, it's just uh, no, not necessarily nothing wrong. It's just like my personal preference that like super slow movies are about singing. I almost always dislike. I, I kind of liked how, instead of usually, like, how the singing movies are based on the singer, this one is kind of based on a music producer, you know? That well, was kind of different. she wasn't really a producer. She was an, like, ass- assistant. No, but she, she was trying evolved, to be a producer. Right? That was, like, her passion or whatever. She became more of an agent as it came on. Yeah, but, like, I kind of like that side of it instead of just solely focused on the singer trying to get it. Do you only like it because it's, like, new or just because... Yeah, I think that's kind of fresh. You got it fresh. Thank you. You eat fresh. <laughs> okay, um... I, I could like, go for some Subway right I now. I could totally go for Subway like, right oh now. Oh my god, I could go for like good. a little burp, maybe. <laughs> you just don't need to burp. Um, I love that Subway has a vegan sandwich, and actually, it actually tastes good. Like, it actually tastes really good. I am so happy with Subway for that. Um, anyways. So, I will share my thoughts on the high note now. Um... My biggest problem with this movie and why I thought it was overall a very negative experience was that this movie has such a thin storyline. And if your movie has a thin storyline, you gotta be like extra entertaining or you gotta be extra cool and your tone has to be really cool. But for with the, it's a movie with no storyline and it's a movie with no personality either. There's nothing special about this movie. It's so by the numbers but it's by the numbers without even having a plot. I don't really know how you go about doing that. Like, I understand why some people found this movie entertaining. Like, I think it fits its key demographic pretty well. Um, oh, yeah, good point. Um, I think it fits key demographic pretty well. Oh, my God. Uh, you, you guys are distracting me. Um, yeah, now you know we owe Paul money. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I could see, you know, middle-aged or maybe younger than middle-aged women, like, really enjoying this movie. And I think, like, it's story about friendship. I think I understand why people would relate to that and enjoy that. But, like, all of the, the friendship that they established between, like, the singer and the assistant agent lady was, like, so stale. Like, I didn't understand really how their dynamic worked. Yeah. Like, it kind of changed according yeah, to the scene like, and what it needed. It was, like, all dull, but they had spikes of, like, really tight friendship in between. Yeah, but then it was like, oh, you're my assistant, stop talking to me. So it was yeah, really hard to tell really what weird. was going on. Yeah. And there's they introduce a bunch of ideas that they just never elaborate on. Like, they talk throughout the movie about how when the assistant Dakota Johnson lady was a little girl, she looked up to the singer lady and thought she was an icon, but they mention it like twice and they never really elaborate on it or touch on it at all. And I feel like that's just kind of like a symbol for like this entire movie. Like it's all, it's all just like not much is happening the entire time. And when conflict actually does emerge towards like the end of the second act, maybe, which I don't even know if you can call it a second act because it feels like nothing happens beforehand. It, it just it doesn't really feel like much. This movie just doesn't have... It, it felt like it didn't have any stakes. I was not emotionally invested. I did not care about anybody who was in it. I did not care about the conflict. I was bored. And also, this movie easily could have been 
90 minutes long and it should have been but it was two hours and a movie like this that's two hours long it was just it was too much man it's too much um any any final thoughts on the high note or can we get through this stupid review i thought it was pretty good (laughs) (laughs) the actress yeah was diana ross's daughter who's a singer and the actress plays a singer cool maybe (laughs) <laughs> I think you should have saved that for trivia, which I hope you've pulled up, uh, Nicholas, by the way. I do. Um, let's give our scores. Uh, Nick, you started off, so what's your score for this movie? I'm going to give it a 3 out of 10. Paul I'm looking something up. No, just sit, give us your score. 1,100. 1,100. I will actually also give this a 3 out of 10. Um, Nick, any interesting trivia? Um, I do have some interesting trivia. So, did you know that Dakota Johnson and Ice Cube previously appeared in 21 Jump Street and its sequel together? Wow, super cool, <laughs> Nick. Um, did you know that um, Wan- Wanuri Kahiyu was originally going to direct the movie? Who is that? Can you look up that name? I want to know who that is. Yeah, let's find out. Uh, I want to know if it would be a better movie if they directed it. This is... Um, her first feature film, um, From a Whisper, based on the real events surrounding the 1998 twin bombings of the U.S. embassies in Kenya and Tanzania, uh, won Best Narrative uh, Feature in 2010 at the Pan-African Film Festival in Los Angeles, as well as five awards at the African Movie Academy Award, including <coughs> Best Director and Best Screenplay. It's pretty solid. Did mm. you look up who the uh, director was supposed to be? Oh, wait, you just said who the director was supposed to be. Mm. I'm so stupid sometimes. Um, yeah, I, I really think that's all we got for the podcast. Uh, I was trying po- to look no, up... No, not for the podcast, for this movie. What were you trying to look up? Um, okay, basically, so, like, um, they're in, like... You know how she... She and the... Her and the, her, her assistant go to the meeting with a bunch of guys, and she's like, oh, I want to write a new album. Yeah. And then, and, and then in the bathroom, she's like, no, only one black woman over 40 has gotten a number one hit yeah I and i was that. like oh maybe that's diana ross you know that's a nice callback to her mom or something yeah. but no it's not she, who is she, it i don't know was who, it whitney houston wait I, whitney houston no it was the really. one who sang the christmas one westy mariah carey i think so oh really because i looked up diana ross. she got her last number one hit single when she was like 37 or something dang yeah that's cutting it close Guess who has a transition sound effect? Ow. <laughs> uh, wait, you, so we're, we're back on with transition sound effects? Absolutely. All right, well, what's your transition sound effect, Nick? <laughs> that was Hannah Montana. There's <laughs> more where that came from. Wow. Wow, we are really... Okay, so we agreed to go... Uh, least best to best. Least so, um, how about on three? We all say which one. No, actually, just us two because we're the only ones who watched all three. Yes. We'll say which one we thought was the best, and then if we disagree, then we will review the one that Nick saw first. Okay. Okay. okay ready? Three, two. Wait, best or second best? Best. Okay. Three, two, one. The space one. Oh, okay. So okay. we disagree. So right. we'll uh, review the vast of <laughs> the night <space> first. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, what is the plot synopsis of the vast of night? Well, it's really interesting that you would ask me. Because, <laughs> uh, I actually have to pull it up. How right many now. times are you going to say that during a podcast episode? In the twilight of the nineteen fifties, on well, I mean, one... not more than three times because you're only re- re- reviewing three movies. 
right? Well, I'm no, one, I meant right? in, in total in the entire podcast. Oh, gotcha. He keeps on saying that. On one fateful night in New Mexico, young switchboard operator Faye and char- charismatic radio DJ Everett uh, discover a strange audio frequency that could change their small town in the future forever. That's such an American. Yeah, that, plot that, that that's not the best plot synopsis for this movie. I feel uh, the plot keywords are telephone switchboard operator, radio DJ, <laughs> underage smoking, <laughs> <laughs> and audio static. There are fifteen more if you want me. To. No, no, no. Keep on going. I want to hear all. Okay, all so uh, tape recorder, audio static. Um, <laughs> Uh, basketball match reference to Elvis Presley <laughs> conspiracy theory fictional town radio DJ tape recorder radio static teenage boy high school basketball reference to Peter Pan okay <laughs> why is it the last one I feel like well, if anything was the last thing oh oopsies you should cut that out Nick that's kind of a spoiler can you write that down uh, so we're not doing spoilers? No, unless we explicitly say that we're doing spoilers. There was also something earlier that... Yeah, no, I, 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 I understand that. Okay, cool. Alright, Pahul, I think I'm going to have you start off uh, this one. What did you think I'm of The Vast of Night? I'm taking this one. Yeah, you just watched the movie. But I was... Okay, here's what I want to say about this movie. I'm sitting in a very uncomfortable position. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, and even though my position was very uncomfortable... I did not want to change my position just in case I missed something. Which I feel like is a compliment for this movie. Because I was totally engaged, bro. I, I was totally locked in. And, um, what else? I find the whole telephone operator switchy switch thing pretty interesting. And I would do that if I were living in the 50s. It's not too late. Uh, I think it's too late <laughs> yeah, there's to a be really living big market in the 50s. <laughs> I feel like there has to still be some place that has, like, an operator like that. Yeah, probably, like, Bangladesh or something. Yeah. Huh. That's where you can go to do it. <laughs> you don't want to go to Bangladesh? I don't want to go to Bangladesh. What's wrong with Bangladesh? Oh, I mean, you know, they're all going to be flooded because of climate change. They Bangladesh is there. They Bangla don't want you there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else? What else? What else did you, uh... What else? What else? What else? Uh, yep. I like how they didn't show the... That would have kind of ruined it. Uh, again, uh, I, uh, that's very questionable. Oh, shoot, come on. You, okay, stop, watch. Okay, for anyone going forward, there will be spoilers. Go ahead. No, wait, no, 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 no. No, there no. won't be spoilers. There, won't be there sp- will not be spoilers. <laughs> <'cause> I'm listening. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yes, there will not be spoilers to make that clear. Um, okay, okay, okay. Okay, 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 okay. I can think. I can think. Yes, I, I can believe think. in you. He's we really, we, we really, I think. I think we all need to take a course on film criticism so we know how to Nah, I know how to do it. <laughs> oh no, my wooden pickaxe broke. Are you playing Minecraft? <laughs> I've been playing Minecraft for so long. Here. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Ask me if I had a positive or negative reaction to this movie. Alright, uh, did you have a positive or negative reaction to this movie? I had a positive reaction to this movie. Why do you think you had a positive reaction to this well, movie? Well, I think it was very entertaining. And what made it entertaining? Well, you know, <laughs> I think it was a good concept. It kind of reminded me of the one pod of this one podcast I listened to. Grab my phone. You don't know the this name. One of the podcast? podcast you listen to, which you will find out in just a second. Isn't it the Joe Rogan Experience? The, Joe Rogan the only experience? one that you listen to. There, there are no, so many people on there. Sorry. 
Oh, oh uh, what is happening downstairs? Who put Rena in the machine? <laughs> That's why she was barking earlier. That makes sense. Rena is his dog, by the way. She's a little westy. And she's not actually in there. We do not nope, do she's dog in there. Uh, Welcome to Night Vale. <laughs> That's That's it's awesome. so loud. It reminded me of a podcast I listened to when I was a little kid called with my mom called... I think it was called Astonishing Legends. And it was just this crazy... <laughs> It was, just, <laughs> it was these crazy stories about, like, UFO sightings or, like, monsters or... It's like uh, ancient aliens. Yeah. It, it was an entertaining podcast. All I'm going to say is that, like, the threat is mostly unseen. It's kind of eerie that way. And it takes place mm-hmm. at night. And I really like that, you know? There's it's a lot of mystery jobs. surrounding it. Yeah. I agree. Um, I... Are, are you done? Pass. <laughs> Uh, I will go next. <laughs> um, the best of night I was really looking forward to because the Letterbox community was hyping it up a lot. They were like, "Bro, this is a cool thriller, sci-fi movie. Don't let this go underseen." And uh, it, it gained some traction over time. So I, I was pretty curious going into it, and I really uh, enjoyed the Vast of Night. It feels very, very much, and a ton of people have made this comparison. What? I'm listening. A ton of people have made this comparison, and it's a very, like, apt comparison, so it makes sense, but I'm going to make it too. This feels like an episode, like an hour-long episode of The Twilight Zone. And the reason that it feels an hour long instead of 90 minutes long is because this movie is super fast-paced, which is weird. It should not feel as fast as it does, but watching this, I honestly felt like we were watching a TV episode. Well, didn't they intend to do that? pretty quickly like the, 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 the entire beginning of the movie was like a reference to twi- the twilight zone yeah no the whole thing is a reference to like okay television yeah, yeah, yeah. and like the thriller tv of the 50s. oh yeah the, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah i was yeah, thinking yeah. like specifically the, the the twilight zone when they first showed the thing because like yeah, even the course. title was like twilight well zone. and the night the like nighttime background looking thing was yeah very absolutely. Much an illusion um i wonder you know how people will sometimes like sue for likeness <laughs> well who's putting on deodorant right New now deodorant stick um Oh yeah, that happened to my charger too. What? We're looking at his charger and it's very bent. <laughs> That's Ian's charger. Oh, it sucks for you. Why does it suck for me? It's Ian's charger. I, I said sucks, sucks for you, for Ian. Ian. That's what I. Oh, I don't think Ian listens to this. Ian! Ian's not down the hall. <laughs> He's elsewhere right now. <laughs> and why do I have this? Me yeah, holding the, his water bottle. You need bottle. to stop drinking from his water bottle. I haven't. <laughs> then why'd you fill it up? I didn't. Why is it there? It was here when I got here. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, what a slob. Leaving his stuff for lying around the All house. Right. Uh, Ian's Robert's brother, by the way. <laughs> uh, basically. Um, the stars reminded me of the Twilight Zone. <laughs> that, that, that sounded like we cut right there. Like, it was suddenly yeah. something completely different. Um, but the starry background was similar to the Twilight Zone. The way that they kind of built the suspense I thought was very similar. Um, this movie, un- it's similar to the High Note in that it didn't really... It wasn't constantly going in a single direction. A lot of the movie felt like it was meandering, but it wasn't a bad thing because the tone and the atmosphere was really cool. Like it has like it's it's always eerie in a, like a weird way, and that has entirely that everything about that is owed to the visuals, the grainy cinematography, switching in and out of being a TV screen, um, also the like the blueness of the colors. The cinematography and how like there was that tracking shot that we were debating if it was a rat or not. <laughs> <laughs> it's just 
<laughs> stuff like that honestly built the such a unique atmosphere that even when tense things weren't happening, it just made it really tense. And this movie is also made up of like so many monologues. There's a lot of mo- what? You're so far away, and no, you're also I'm speaking not. towards there. I'm, I'm speaking to Paul Hul. <laughs> yeah, but you Natural to the dynamic of the podcast, broski. Okay. Joseph Joseph. I love that term so much. Um, I completely lost my train of thought. Thank you uh, very much. Cinematography. Oh, no, the monologues. monologues. Yeah. Uh, there's probably three, maybe four, like scenes in this movie where it's just a character saying a monologue for seven minutes. And they never were unengaging. Like, literally, the camera would just be sitting and looking at them. And it wouldn't be moving around the room or anything. It was a still camera. But it felt theatrical. It wasn't like it felt like theater. And they were really well-written monologues. And they expressed a lot of character in the way that they did it. Um, To a certain extent, I kind of felt like some of this movie really could have been cut down and made into a TV episode. Um, There were just certain points where I'm like... This is just giving us more information than we need, particularly with the old lady. Like, if you cut her out, the movie doesn't change a whole lot. It made it a little bit more eerie, though. It like, made it more like eerie, it for weird. sure. Like, little kids are weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just a really well-done movie. It's not going to stick with me. Like, I, I don't think it's very memorable. Yeah, I'm not going to remember this movie in, like, a month, probably, or a little bit after that. Um, but... I, I liked it. I wish it kind of had a message. I wish it was saying something because I think it very much could have said something. Don't go but... out alone. What? That's the message. Mm. Don't go out alone. And, like even if you look at the old Twilight Zone episodes, they were, all had some sort of like political or philosophical message behind them, and I think like it was and it was always like underlying. And I kind of wish that this had something like that as well. And if it did, and I'm just stupid, let us know in the comments for the nobody that is list- watching this on YouTube. Um, and TikTok. Wait, can I leave? Oh, yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah, that, those are my thoughts. Nick, I'm sure you can think of at least three things to say about this movie. Oh, I have more than three, Robert. Oh, okay. So, I actually, I, I really like this movie. Um, so the first thing I'm going to talk about is uh, the editing I thought was really good. Um, it set a... Uh, fan- what? <laughs> You, you just always mention editing. Yeah, it's kind of a thing. It's like you do. your thing. No, it's not a bad thing. It's just your thing. Okay. Um, well, I mean, it's what I do. It's like the thing I'm going to notice on this. Yeah, I know. Um, anyways, so uh, I, th- this movie obviously set a uh, tone to be extremely fast paced, and that's like very well supported by the extremely quick editing. Um, like, even for a, a scene where uh, the. What's his name? Elliot? Uh, yeah. Yeah, Elliot was trying to teach uh, Faye, like, how to interview people um, using a microphone or whatever. And, like, the I noticed that the camera shots were just, like, bam, 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 this person, this person. And it was just really quick. Um, and it, it's very fit, it's very fitting for a movie like this. It's, it's very quickly paced. But um, the points where they were um, shooting monologues... Uh, it didn't. It didn't. It wasn't really fast at all. Robert mentioned that it, it just stayed on a person's character and it just stayed there. That's great because really during those monologues, I, I kind of viewed it as, almost like as an audiobook. Like you know when you're listening to an audiobook and they're like describing like a valley and um, they describe it really well and it makes you kind of get lost in this little world and you're imagining a valley and it's all in your mind and it's like almost like you're watching a movie in your mind. And they uh, this movie does that like extremely well. Like when those monologues were happening, I like was only imagining what that what like the the person was talking about and like I, I was just very enthralled and very engaged in it and like I never like you know lost sight and like decided to look at a wall and like kind of think about something else I, I was thinking about the monologue and like what they were talking about and 
it would have been a lot worse if the camera was moving a ton because I would be focusing more on the visuals than, than the person talking, which is really a bad thing to have when you're having a monologue. And uh, another thing is the uh, color grading in this film I thought was really, really good. Um, it's very colorful, but not in the sense... It's, it's, it's all monochromatic. Like, all of it, every single shot, it, it can be, like, really yellow, it can be really blue, and I really like that. It gives each shot, like, a theme to it, almost. It's just, like, this shot is associated with the color blue, um, this shot is associated with the color green, yellow, like, yellow when they were uh, shooting the basketball game. And um, another thing, the soundtrack, I thought was really fantastic in this film. I thought it was, like, very nearly on par with, like, some of the Interstellar tracks. Like, I, I know that this movie and Interstellar have, like, a lot of, um, uh, they're very similar in a way, and that this might be why, but, like, I thought that the uh, soundtrack went very well with like everything happening like the massive long scene where they're like kind of chasing around for this little flying object and it's just like kind of a, gra a, a song that's just gradually uh, hi Robert's mom <laughs> and there's, there's just a song that's like gradually getting more instrumental and everything and just like in, in um in what what <laughs> uh, oh, I don't know why I look at my phone like an hour Okay. Um, anyways, and it gets more instrumental as like uh, a scene gets more intense, and at the end, it's just like it's so like just at you with a bunch of instruments that are like really pleasing to the ear. And I thought it, it, found, it sounded very similar to the Interstellar uh, soundtrack, and I really liked it. It was really pleasing to my ear, and that's uh, that's why I think uh, this movie was really good. Wow. Yeah, I don't know how you went from your review of the high note to this, but <laughs> I can tell your mind was in a completely different place while watching those ones. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, I think it's on Amazon Prime. I would recommend it to anybody who likes The Twilight Zone or mm -hmm. anything that's kind of like eerie like that. And it's a really quick watch. It makes time fly. So, uh, Also, the other thing that I kind of wish they did more, I really like the lead performances in it. And I, I, don't, I don't always think that you need to develop a character by telling their backstory or something, but a little bit more character development would have been nice. Like, yeah. I don't know. At certain points... That's true. During, during the beginning, especially, I... I just kind of didn't feel for the characters much, and that kind of lasted throughout the entire movie. I did like how the way that they talked felt very natural, and I think that comes from the acting in the screenplay. I like Faye, she's really cute. Also, the, I have like a I thing for the 50s. I say that. I have a thing for the 50s. 50s movies are like, not fi movies like actually in the 50s, like depicting the 50s, like grainy camera, really old technology, that's like really good. You me. should watch The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel if you like old 50s stuff. Okay. Um, anyways. Also, Let, let's get our scores. They didn't show the until the end, which is really nice. Anyway. Yeah, again, that's probably a spoiler. You probably don't want to... Uh, <laughs> stop much. Yeah, thank you. Uh, anyways, so let us let us commence in uh, giving scores. Paul you started out. What's your score? 1,400. 1,400, that's really high. Yeah. Um, I will give this a 7.25 out of 10. I'm even 8.5. Wow, all right. Um... So we had a little bit of a minor interruption there. Um, I hope you enjoyed that probably very brief one-second intermission. Uh, but anyways, we are back now to discuss the final movie, which is Shirley. Nick, take it away. I didn't even give a, a transition to the Oh, oh yeah, oh, I sorry. Have a also, headache. I don't think you did. You do facts for um, the Vast of Night. You didn't do do facts for the for the Vast of. Uh. I give up. <laughs> <laughs> Accepted by Slam Dance Film Festival. Premiered there on January 25, 2019. Oh, really? Wait, what? 
That's a while ago. Damn. Interesting. Uh, Goose, the story is set in a New Mexico town, but the radio station's call sign is WTW. All radio station designations begin with a K in New Mexico, as is the pr- pr- practice for broadcast licenses west of the Mississippi River in the United River in the United States. Dang. Why are you saying like us? Because KRCR. Oh yeah, and KCNR, where I am on the radio every morning. True that. Check Robert Burka. He oh, yeah. stuff. Why are you all over here? Going towards <laughs> okay, okay, I have a headache. <laughs> uh, Paul is falling incredibly ill. He has the coronavirus. He's literally dead on the couch. <laughs> he stopped talking. So I'll just do it like this. <laughs> okay. Um, was that it, Nick? Do you, are you, were you going to do a transition sound effect and you're going to give me the plot Yeah, let's do a transition sound effect. Okay, everybody shush, shush. Transition sound effects should not be any longer than 10 seconds, like yeah, 5 food. seconds. Like, the first little bit you did was perfect, and then suddenly Hannah Montana starts singing. No, that was again. like 3 seconds. Now it's longer because we're playing. Yeah. Okay. How 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 about we just go back to? uh... Okay. Let me do. Let me do another one here. No. Stop. (laughs) I think it's because I haven't pooped in a while. That's why I have a headache. (laughs) Nick, you are hilarious, but we need to be focused right now. All right. uh, Surely, 2020. This 2020. This Uh, year of uh, 2020. Uh, okay, so, storyline. As renowned for her morose nature as she is for her horror fiction, writer Shirley Jackson, Elizabeth Moss, is crafting yet another masterpiece when the arrival of newlyweds Fred and Rose disrupt her creative process and marriage to literary critic and philandering <laughs> uh, Professor Stanley Hyman, Michael S- Stuhlberg, Barg. You. Why are you? Wh- <coughs> you, <coughs> you, <coughs> and, you. As Stanley Smarts <laughs> to maintain academic dominance over his would-be protege friend. <laughs> Why are you so bad at reading this particular plot synopsis? to tamp her own ambitions and adjust to married life while living under the roof of. Their fiery intellectual hosts with quicksilver loyalties and myriad. I'm <laughs> and Bahula is falling off of the couch. I'm back. That's a 30 foot tall couch. I don't have a headache anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this. Um, we, when, we started a while ago, buddy. <laughs> when the motives of Shirley's literary muse prove elusive, Rosie's curiosity and trusting nature make her tender prey for a brilliant author whose only allegiance is to her uh, work, written by Mae Moreno. Um, plot keywords. Oh, here, let me see all of them. Um, okay. Female nudity and brief topless oh, female nudity. I remember rem- rem- that. That's it. That's literally it. That's Those are the only that was the only notable part about the movie. Okay. I, I would disagree. Today's society, am I right? Stop playing Uno. <laughs> They're we playing play Uno, Uno right? though. They're all playing Uno. Uno's Stop. great to play in the middle of a podcast, I feel. Okay. My turn? Yeah, you go first. Like with the review or with the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll go first with the review. You go first with the game. Okay. Okay. So, Shirley... Was a movie I surely was excited for. Oh, I wonder how many more times I, can, <laughs> I wonder how many more times I can make that pun. Um, but I went like when I saw The Invisible Man um, and Elizabeth Moss was in The Invisible Man. 
I thought she was pretty solid in it. I just thought that the script was kind of lacking, and I was really hoping to see her in another role soon where she would be doing acting crazy um, blue. And she would be, like, walking around and doing weird stuff, acting like a weird person. But I was like, those roles don't always come along. And voila, just a couple months later, my months were, my prayers and dreams yeah. were answered. Um, and I'm very happy about that. I actually really, really enjoyed... Sorry. I actually really, really enjoyed Shirley. I thought, it for one, it's got a perfect tone. Um, I think... Oftentimes, biopics can get really boring because it's about... They, they feel very formulaic. You feel like you're going through the same type of thing. You see them as they're starting out with writing, and you see the hardships that they have to go through, and it cuts to them maybe later in their life, and they are struggling with <clears throat> trying to like stay afloat. Um, and what I liked about Shirley is that it kind of broke that convention rather than... What, what color? Um... Yellow. Don't play the game for me. Um, it kind of broke that convention. Rather than being about Shirley, really, even though it's the title, I think that this was largely about Shirley and the other woman that's staying in the house with them. And I really, really like that. I thought that the dynamic between the two of them was really interesting and kind of the way it develops. Because they start out by really disliking each other. And it kind of, like, develops from there. And Elizabeth Moss is so damn good in this movie. Like... Green. I don't know if I don't know if she'll be able to sustain the buzz throughout the award season, but I honestly do believe Uno, as of right now, she deserves to be nominated for Best Leading Actress. She is amazing in this movie. She honestly keeps the screen interesting when it really should not be interesting. Um, I think she was just like a powerhouse in this movie. Um, and what are you doing, Nick? Um, uh, nothing. Um, and beyond that, the rest of the ensemble cast was really good. Who is the name of the guy? Michael Stolber? Um, I vaguely know his name. I don't know him super well. Michael but Stolber. he also is incredible in this movie. Like, the way that we see his character turn as well is just so fascinating. Um, the only character that I felt was kind of lagging behind was the... Um, husband of the main daughter in it i thought he was kind of a boring character and as a result the reveal later in the movie which i won't spoil was kind of made weaker as a result of that um i also really like the way that this movie ended like it was i won't spoil it but it was super sudden and when it ended i had to go back to make sure that i didn't miss something because it was it just felt kind of sudden but the way that they did it Color. It, it keeps it oh um <laughs> Uh, green. <laughs> I don't think we should ever play Uno while reviewing again. I don't know if this sounds like garbage or not. Um, what was I even talking Oh, the ending, right. Um, the ending, the, the whole movie kind of has a feeling of, like, being unsettling. And that n nowhere is that more clear than in the ending. Um, where... You feel sort of safe. You feel like you kind of know that there's more movie to go and you feel like there might be a happy ending. And then all of a sudden there isn't. And it just kind of makes you feel unsettled. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I did enjoy this one quite a bit. I, it's on Hulu. So if you have Hulu, I would recommend giving it a watch. It's definitely a movie about a crazy woman being crazy. Um, but we don't. I don't think that we get many biopics about authors especially that kind of represent their lives in this kind of stylistic way that kind of puts you in the fit in the feet of the uh, author so the feet. 
I thought that was put you in the shoes of the author. It's my turn. Um, which I thought was pretty cool. Green. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Paul Hool, what were your thoughts on Shirley? Uh. <laughs> Uno. <laughs> Did you take notes? Uh, oh my god. <laughs> Let me check. Okay. Oh yeah, and the lottery part. Okay. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. I know, but I, I like this movie a lot. I found this movie, I, I, I watch it in chunks because I watch movies in chunks. I don't care what anyone else thinks. I have a headache right now. It's coming back. Um, do I go right now? Um, uh, sure. And, okay, here's the thing. I like... You know. You liked what? What did you like? I liked the acting from the lady, and I liked the act... Yeah, like you said, there was not a lot of character development from uh, the dude at all, the husband at all. That was kind of weird, but I didn't really see him as like a major figure anyway. He just seemed like a kind of lame figure, like a nerd. Like, you know. Um, I I really liked how... I won. Anyway. um, So, the movie. I I don't think this movie was like based on actual events. I think this is like the movie took a lot of creative liberties. Fact checker, can you put down the yoga ball and look up how historically accurate this movie I, was? I know. I looked Shirley up, like the author, and she had some mental issues. Like, I don't know how to pronounce schizophrenia. Is that? Yeah. Yeah, I think she had. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure she had it. Yeah, and she, or she was diagnosed with it, but it kept kind of, kind of coming back and stuff. And um, later in her life, she it got worse, so I guess you could see it. I liked how, in the beginning, I thought that her husband, kind of a sweet, nice guy, turns out he's not a nice guy. Not at all, that yeah. Guy's a, that guy's a douchebag. Um, <laughs> to, use, to use the word lightly. Uh, yeah, to use the word very lightly. Um, what else? Um... I feel like this is such an easy movie to review because there's so much going on, but we just screwed it up with the Uno game. Yeah. <laughs> this is a terrible idea. I don't know why you made us do it, Nick. I What else? There's Nick, Nick, I, fact checker Nick, did you look up if the movie is accurate or not? Um, It's actually incredibly unaccurate. Uh, inaccurate. Jesus. Um, There was, like, a lot of... this. I have an entire article pointing out, like, a bunch of, like, inaccuracies that happened, like, the couple that visited, that kind of thing. Uh, yeah. Also, it seemed like, you know, at the end, Shirley was kind of painted as a... Like, this person does this a lot. So it's kind of creepy that way. Like, yeah. Like, because she's like, this one hurts the most. You know how she says that? There's a yeah. line. That was like, uh, you know, that's and weird. That's like, it's like one of those couple things where they do that too. I don't know, that was just I weird. touched Bubbles' knee and he didn't freak out. Um, <laughs> awesome, Nick. Uh, I thought early in the movie, the way that she kind of had, like telepathic abilities almost where she was able to tell things that she shouldn't have been able to tell that I thought was super like weird and at first it wasn't working for me but as the movie went on I thought it worked super well and going back to your point um about how it seems like this was ongoing for her I think the ending illustrates that perfectly yeah because you realize that her life is kind of like in a vicious cycle and she writes something that she gets like like really right. down and she just like stays in her room that's when another person comes in I guess yeah uh, wow yeah it, it's a layered movie it's really well directed I felt the cinematography we didn't even mention is super cool mm-hmm. like it feel it makes you very much feel like you're actually there um, and this director made a movie last year called Madeline's Madeline and um, I didn't get to see it but I heard a lot of really good things about it and after this I'm definitely going to check it out because I love the way that this person directs 
and I can't wait to see what they do next. I felt sad for the couple, though, man. <laughs> you know, they were like a newlywed couple, and then they leave, like, with the husband having... Uh, oh, timestamp, timestamp, Nick. <laughs> and they leave with certain marriage troubles that many couples will not be able to get through, understandably so. And, you know... Again, just... again, the, the, them leaving is, uh... Just stop saying spoilers! <laughs> the movie's sad. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um, let's give our scores. Oh, uh, I want to give this a... Wait, what did I give the Vast of Night? 1400. 1400. I'm going to give this a 1399. Wow. <laughs> it's very, very close. They were yeah. equal to you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a 7.5. Um, Nick, do you have any cool facts or goofs? Um, that's not very interesting. I thought you would ask me that. but um, Anyways... <laughs> Uh, this this movie actually has like a ton of fun facts apparently. Oh, um, nice! So Elizabeth Moss's that was sarcastic, by the way. There's only one. Uh, uh, great. <laughs> Elizabeth Moss's co-star in The Invisible Man, Oliver Jackson Cohen, and Victoria Pedretti Pedretti in Shirley both starred in this TV series, The Haunting of Hill House, an adaptation of a Shirley Jackson novel. Guess oh, they're pretty used to Shirley stuff. I have something. So, in real life, um, Shirley's husband was also kind of a douchebag, or, like, a full-on douchebag, because, Ooh. like, by the end, when Shirley, like, took off and stuff, and she was, like, a famous author, he didn't let, he didn't give her the money she got. What do you mean? Like, there was an arrangement between them or something, but he didn't give her the money from her works. He just gave her, her the money, like, monthly allowances that's so yeah yeah that was screwed up not 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 the best marriage for a person who's not already not in the best state yep anyway anyway transition sound effects good 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 game time okay and so bro that that sound effect had 617 views and it has two comments that very good mate supported emoji Got our like, AU, fully watched. And then another another comment says, Super, third thumbs up from me. <laughs> How many thumbs up does this video have? Six. Wow, you should, th- you should go to the thumb up, fellas. I like that transition sound effect. <laughs> Alright, um, so now, uh, this week, the mobile game that we are reviewing came not from Pahul, but from Nicholas Manha. So yeah! Nick, why don't you explain to us, uh, Link Doku. Alright, so Link Doku, so you got this guy, right? He he's in his den and he's really he's really just like he he's he's a scientist, he's trying to make it in the world, you know, he's just trying to have that one big break. And um he disco- he's studying chemistry, just trying to discover something chemistry, like I don't know, like a new a new element maybe. Um and he is doing um Lewis dot structures and then he, he, he realizes that he struck gold and he makes a game out of it. And that's Link Doku. <laughs> wow. I don't think that has anything to do with the game. No, you know what a Lewis Dot structure is from chemistry? Do you remember those? Lewis yeah, Dot structure? Yeah, yeah. I do. Oh, it's yeah. Like C with the little dots. Oh, right. Yeah. Those, were, those were fun. I'm a genius. I finished the tutorial. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. Um, all right. Who's, who's going to go first on this? I can go first. Okay. Way to go, Nick. Hard. So... Uh, this game, <laughs> it's made, it's very obviously made by the same people who made um, what's it called, uh, Nonogram, and Nonogram uh, has a lot of faults. Uh, like it's very fun. I, I played it a lot. 
and uh, you know it's it has a payoff. However, too hard. it was simply just like too easy for me. Like honestly, like I'm not trying to like be a, a, a douchebag, yeah, but like yeah, you are. But like it's just it's so easy to figure out each and every level. Like even if it's not on like super hard mode, it's just like disgustingly easy. But Link Doku is like exponentially harder. And I think it's it's really nice to like uh, figure out some of the puzzles like when you do. But one thing I I uh, do dislike of the game is sometimes there could be a 50, 50 chance of of like um, how a puzzle could turn out, and there's literally no way to tell. Kind of like um um Minesweeper. And I like Minesweeper a lot. Yeah, me too. Yeah, so the fault in Minesweeper is sometimes you they literally have it in bit life when you go to the military. <laughs> I became a yeah, general. Yeah, I really. <laughs> I became a general in BitLife once, and then I retired, and I became president of the United States. <laughs> Is it possible for a general to become president? Yeah, like Eisenhower. Um, Eisenhower, Backstreet, Simmons, Grant, um, Ulysses S. Grant. Yes. Oh, good to know, Nick. You can talk now. Okay, so. Why are you hesitating? Okay, I think I'm Roosevelt was a colonel, so I don't think it's a <laughs> It's a very simple app. It's very simple looking, and I can't fault it for that. So, I mean, it doesn't try to go out of its boundaries. It's just a simple puzzle game, and it has doesn't really have that many ads. So, I mean, it's pretty good for what it is. All right, my turn. Uh, Link Doku, I played this game for a little bit, and I got so bored with it. This game is... Like L A M E with a capital L, a capital A, a capital M. Like this game e. is just no, with an exclamation mark too. Yeah. So a capital L A M and then the E is like not capital. Thank you for explaining the joke, Nick. No, I, like I'm confused. Like why is the E not capital? <laughs> it's, it's like, like wait. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The E and lame is silent, anyways. No, it's not. No, but well, yeah, it no, is. But I, without lame. the E, it would be lob. Uh, English is stupid is my solution to that. <laughs> Let's all learn Hindi. We, we should. Oh, if we learned Hindi, we could, we could do a podcast. But who will speak Hindi for the podcast? <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Link Doku, the thing is, like, I enjoy difficulties to a certain degree, and I actually do enjoy Nonogram, because I think you are unsure at certain points about things, and there are points where you have to take risks. Not me. But Link Doku is just so risk-based. And if you end up not making the right move, then you have to do the same puzzle again, and you have to try to remember the mistakes that you made last time. And if you can't remember the mistakes, then you have to do do it again, and then you realize, oh, I made that mistake last time. Surely I'll remember it again. And then you don't, and then it takes you like 30 minutes to get through a hard level, okay, and it's just super aggravating <laughs> and annoying. And this Dude, game, I'm never going to play it ever again. This is such like a cheap, stupid game. It is not risk-based. Yes, it's very risk based. Yeah, maybe because you don't understand, like you do, you don't see some of the clues. Are you calling him stupid? You just call him stupid because he's saying it's risk based when it's you not. You actually have to figure. It's a puzzle that within twenty four hours. It's a, it's a puzzle. <laughs> you have to figure it Douchebag. out. Douchebag. Yeah, no, you called me fat last night. I did not. Yes, you did. I did not. You said if, if, I, were also, if, if I were Robert's weight, I would work out and be buff. <laughs> no, that's, that's, I can, no, that's not what I meant by that. I really no. want to get to Robert's size and then work it all off. Like, that's... Yeah. How, is, how is that calling him fat? Come on. Because you want to get to my size and then work out so that the fat goes away <laughs> so that it can be replaced by muscle. All of it. All, all We all have fat. Yeah, but... You don't. Okay. Anyways, really, and also you have three strikes, so it's not like you make one mistake and you're gone. No, okay, but the thing is, 
The reason I think it's risk-based is because you have to look all around the map and tap on a bunch of different things to try to find the one that can like actually you know for sure what it is, and then you do that, and well, then no, you have to go to the one next so you don't to, it. Have to do that. Genuinely, I guess I'm stupid and I don't understand this game then because it genuinely was infuriating. I got so mad at it. I I I I I. Okay, okay, no, I got my words. 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 I downloaded this game, and I tried to play the tutorial, and I failed. So I got really mad, and I deleted the game. And then, like, 16 hours later, I got it again, and I finished the tutorial. And it seems pretty fun, but... You guys are like the kids just like, oh, the square doesn't go in the circle, and you just, like, throw it off. Those kids are creative! Those kids are stupid. Hey, Nick. What's up? You're a douchebag You're forever banned from the podcast. No, no, he's not. We need to edit. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, Nick, Nick, you're just banned from saying another word during this you podcast. You know how to edit. No, no, Nick, you can Nick, no longer Nick, say any words during Nick, this you're podcast. Nick, you're now, bro. <laughs> Don't Anyways, leave. Let's all give our ranking for this game. Um, Nick, put up your ranking in fingers so that I can tell the audience what your ranking for Link Doku is. Um, he's thinking about it. He's pondering. Wait, wait. Uh, this, is the first, uh, this is the first number. Six point... 69 out of 10. Yeah! Someone thought that was the funniest thing ever. Uh, I'm going to give this like a 3. I don't know. It was lame. Yeah. What about you, Paul? I'm going to give this a 900, 800. <laughs> no one heard that. Speak up, bro. 800. <laughs> 800's really, really low. Okay. Now is the t- my favorite part of the podcast. Oh, yeah. This is. Random <laughs> question generator. Yup. All right. This first one is like. Hot. This is a good one. Nice. If you had to choose your spouse based on just one question, what question would you ask? This one's really good. Um, personally, my question would be, do you believe in capitalism? Because I genuinely don't think I could ever become married to a man or woman who believes that capitalism is a positive thing. Because I would just fight with them all the time. See, the logical part of me... Uh, says, um, how much debt do you have? That would be a logical. Question. Are you broke as hell? Yeah, no, because because you know whatever. But if like the like the non logical part of me, like you know, have you ever have you ever cheated on someone or something? You know, because I want to know that. You know? I thought you were gonna say, do you like Jumanji? I thought oh, for sure that was gonna be your question. That would be a good. Question. When I was driving Fahul earlier, I looked over and he was looking at his phone, and I said, "What are you doing, Fahul?" And he said, "Watching Jumanji." <laughs> <laughs> he was just watching Jumanji <laughs> with no sound, just subtitles on. Wait, so is this a yes or no question, or like what's up? Uh, it can be any kind of question. Okay, um, my question would be, do you like cats or dogs? Because you can tell a lot of per- a lot about a person. Uh, well, just what's from- a cat person? Well, like, cat person is, like, just very secluded and, like, shy, and they, like, to stick to one person, and, and like, I don't know, they're, they're very, like... What's a dog person? Opposite. Okay, whatever, I get it. <laughs> what, do, what if they say I'm a bird person? I kick their ass. It's all right. Time stamp. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, let's go on to the next question. What's the most ridiculous thing you've done because you were bored? It's a good question. Oh, I got a good one. When I was a little, little kid, um... <laughs> Okay, I have two. When I was a little kid, like in kindergarten, whenever I'd get bored, I'd take out a piece of paper and I'd write the numbers from 1 to 100. Just to make sure that I could do it. But my 9s okay. were always backwards. Um, the other thing was, one time I was super bored, so I wondered, how much can I eat before I physically can't anymore? So I just kept on eating a bunch of like turkey sandwiches. 
until I just couldn't eat anymore. Oh, I have... I, you know what? I Okay, so... When I'm bored... Like, one time when I was bored, I started multiplying numbers by two, and I got to a really oh, big yeah. number. Oh, yeah. In, uh, in mock trial. Okay, let me pull up the number. Well, you, someone go ahead. I have to count this up. Okay, Nick, do you have a good one for this? When I got bored, I tried counting to a million in my calculator, and I still haven't got there. Oh, yeah, by doing one plus one plus one plus one yeah. plus one. Uh, where are you at right now? I'm like I'm at, I'm at like 430,000. Why don't you use that machine you built anymore? <laughs> Well, because it requires batteries in it, and I don't know how to make it, like, um, I don't know how to, like, plug into the wall. I don't really know how to do that kind of stuff. Gotcha. You don't want to waste a bunch of money on batteries? No, yeah. It takes, like, nine full batteries in less like, an hour. Oh, yeah. That's not very worth it. Pahul. It's, like, 1.2 septillion. Wow, you got up to there? Yeah. And that was, that, was, that was multiplying with on hand, right? Not yeah. using a calculator? Mm-hmm. All right. If people receive a purple heart for bravery what would other color hearts represent that's lame red heart for anger red heart for, yeah no this is stupid yellow heart black heart for being sexy as hell what, <laughs> what scientific discovery would change the course of humanity overnight if it was discovered nick i really hope you answer this a certain way because i would love to debate a certain something with you oh god that's putting a lot of pressure um i guess curing the coronavirus Okay, I thought I thought you were gonna say the equation thing, you know. Oh yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I thought say. for sure you that were wouldn't really say, change much. It wouldn't change anything at all. No, um, it wouldn't. Might cause a lot of suicides, but anyway, it's fine. Okay, I, obviously the obvious answer here is the cure for cancer, but let, that that's stupid. That's wow. stupid. Let's. Uh, I was gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try to think about another scientific discovery that would be totally awesome. An equation that when you add all the numbers up, you equal a lot of food. Then you always have food. What a dumb answer! Oh, 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 I got a good one. Um, <laughs> Laboratory-grown meat. Because then you would I end up with cruelty. Significantly, like, they're already yeah, working that's on true. it pretty Okay, hard. what would change it overnight? Um, oh, discovering an alien species. Oh, bad. Discovering how to stop the sun, so, like, it's always overnight. Like, it's literally always overnight. Why did you have to say overnight? Well, because discovering how to harness solar energy in a very good way, in a very po- powerful way, yeah, in a really like ninety nine percent of the ooh, the discovery of flubber. Oh, yup. All right, yes. uh, here's a good one. What's the best practical oh, joke you've pulled or seen pulled? I have such a good one for this. I don't. Okay, so college scam me out of thousands of dollars. Sophomore year, Avengers Endgame is about to come out. I'm super hyped for oh. it. The day before, I see somebody ask somebody out to prom with being super flashy with a bunch of signs and playing a bunch of music. And I think I'm going to parody this. Pahul, sit up. So I tell Pahul to come to the music building. And beforehand, I have prepared 16 people with signs that spell out Avenger colon Endgame. And then I get Ian Blank on the drums. I get Hague Crawl on the trumpet, and I'm on the piano, and then Pahul walks through the door, and other than the 16 people holding the sides of the musical instruments, for some reason, all of Jazz Band and Madrigal stayed in the room. So there's probably 50 people watching, including Mr. Spencer that and Mr. So P. Pahul <laughs> walks in on the middle of that, and I say, Pahul, uh, and then I start playing on the piano, and then everybody with the sign starts singing, and then I scream, want to see Avengers Endgame with me. And you said? Yes. 
He said yes. I don't know if that's really an impra- a practical joke. But I think it's a practical joke. <laughs> I, just, like, I thought that was it's hilarious. A, it's a good story, but I don't think it's a practical okay, joke. Okay, define practical joke. Oh, I once, I stole <laughs> Rex. Once, I stole... <laughs> um, we, apologize. <laughs> we apologize for the, uh, for the sync sounds in the background. Once I stole Nick's AP Calc book and I wrote <laughs> Jeff all over it. And that was really funny. <laughs> Nick, you got really upset about that. Didn't you? I got so upset about Yo, that. Yeah, why? That's an expensive <laughs> book. You just ruined it. <laughs> Imagine you have like a college textbook and then someone just steals in like Jeff on every single page. I didn't write Jeff on every single page. I just made the Indian guy to Harry Potter. Wow. Um, Nick, do you have any good practical jokes you pulled? Not that I can remember. I remember uh, when I was younger, I put, uh, me and my brother put um, a bunch of vinegar next to my sister's nose while she was sleeping, so she'd smell vinegar when she was sleeping. You got her, bro. Dude, she's (laughs) literally dead! (laughs) (laughs) She woke up and tell a dream where she was just like walking down the street and suddenly she was covered in vinegar. That's what she said. Wow. Okay. Here's our next question. Does a person's name influence the person they become? I'm going to say yes because of... Depends um, on the name. Well, I think, yeah, yeah. it depends on the name. But um, recently, you know, with everything that's been going on, um, I've been researching systemic racism quite a bit. Um, and one of the things with the t- systemic racism is that um, employers are, I think it was either 50 or 75 times more likely to hire a candidate um, based on the fact that they have a white name over a black sounding name which i think is like super screwed up so i think that a person's name it can influence them getting into the workforce so yes i think it does influence the person they become i think if you're named like i don't know like john then you're gonna live a normal life but if you're like somehow just like named douchebag then you're gonna you're gonna be either really confident or really not confident yeah like what if your name's sex you know what Sex if your name's um, Archangel eighty-seven <laughs> or whatever? Then they're doing roll call. Yeah, it really does depend on the name. And it's going down and say, Robert, here, Ian, here, sex, here. <laughs> and everyone starts laughing. What do you think it's going to be like for uh, Elon Musk's kid? Oh, yeah, I heard it's pronounced Kyle, so. <laughs> <laughs> In what universe is that pronounced Kyle? Uh, this one's stupid. What's the most embarrassing thing that has fallen out of your bag? Oh, I, I haven't had the most a... embarrassing thing? Yeah. Ooh, nothing. Yeah, exactly. Stupid question. Um, What what do people think is weird about you? I think a lot of people who think I'm weird think that I, like, talk really loud. I think that's the problem. Oh, yeah. Today, when we were sitting in the, the, (laughs) like, in front of the TV. With with Tim Mana. Yeah, and then you leave, and then Tim Mana's like, it suddenly got a lot quieter here. I wonder why. <laughs> why does he always make that joke? He makes jokes about that, and then whenever I'm like, uh, whenever I'm going to the kitchen to make food, he's like, what, what are you going to make? Almonds and water? <laughs> Starts laughing super hard. Uh, Nick, what, what do people think is weird about you? Uh, well, see, usually I have hair over here. On your knuckle? Yeah, but I have two strands of hair on this part. On your, on, you have to explain it. This is a podcast. Oh, like, There's no me, video. By the way. <laughs> screw, screw you. <laughs> okay, so, okay, I want every single listener to hold their hands out on a table or some on a surface, mm-hmm. so you can see your nails, right? Mm-hmm. It's like your nail first or whatever. The palm down on the table. You get it. 
and um, and your your fingers have three. Se- your fingers have three segments. The ones that are closest to the knuckles have some. Some people have hair on them, and I have hair on them. And then the second segment, you see, I have two strands of hair only on my ring finger. What? Pahul. If there's a god, what the hell's going on up there? Pahul, who the hell has ever has ever seen that and mentioned it to you? No one. Exactly. This is what do people think is weird about you? Not what do yeah, you think I'm is weird people. about you? That's okay, weird. What, what do average people think is weird about you? Yeah. Okay, Nick. I burp a lot, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep, I think that's the next question. Um, would you volunteer to go colonize another planet if it meant you would never return to Earth? No. No. Yeah, no, that's an easy one. Um, when was the last time you were snooping and found something you wished you? That's stupid. I take a long time to poop. No, snooping, not pooping. No, that's something people find weird about me. Oh, okay. Um. <laughs> It takes a long time. Let's do, let's do two more questions. When you were a kid, what silly thing were you deathly afraid of? This is a good one. Um, I was about to say murderers, but I don't think that's something silly to be scared of. Um, I was scared of Ebola. Okay, and then and then the, and then like um, ISIS on like their Twitter or something, like one of their fake accounts. I mean, not fake accounts, but like their throwaway accounts. They were like something something we're gonna attack india soon and i got really freaked out and then i went to school and i was like guys what are we gonna do about this like what if isis comes here we're all screwed but then the next day my dad like he's he's on his computer and he's looking up jobs in redding california so i guess it worked out because i escaped well and also i don't think anything ever happened yeah but like the day he moved there like I, like india was bomb it's gone. <laughs> the entire, it's the off, entire it's off the map. <laughs> yeah it's just a sinkhole <laughs> Um, I was deathly afraid of being, like, locked in a room. Like, whenever, I remember whenever I got locked in the, uh, garage by accident, I, like, had a freaking panic attack and I started crying even though I was in my house. Um, I, I remember I also got lo- one time locked on accident in my, in my mom's office and I got really scared. Like, office away from our house. And, uh, anyways, uh, I got really scared about that for some reason. It was when I was, like, five. Um, I always got really scared, you know, like, about calling my teacher mom. <clears throat> Or dad. Yeah. Yeah, like, that. whenever I did that, I would just, like, I'd start freaking out, and I'd be like, can I go to the bathroom? And I'd just try to process it for ten minutes in the bathroom, because I was... <laughs> it just made me upset. I don't know why I did it. <laughs> Anyways, th- I think this is a really good question to end on. What is the most addictive mobile game you have ever played? Adventure Communist. I love that. I check it every single day, still. And I downloaded it. I checked the download date. I think it was in September of 2018. That's how long this game has been with me. It is so addictive. It is so fun. I never get bored of it. Nick? Pahul? Well, I've clocked in about 48 hours in Kart Riders. I want to say Kart Rider. Car- I genuinely don't understand how. Nick? Um, definitely... Yeah, no, Nick, come on. Definitely the, uh, I forget what it's called, but it's the shark game that we played. Oh, yeah, Shark Evo Devo or whatever. Yeah. Hungry Shark Evolution. Yeah, yeah something. Yeah, yeah. That was a good game. Uh, that was the only like mobile game I played like on my own time. Just like, n- like not when next I was week, bored. bro. Oh, <gasps> Hungry Wait, is Shark available? Next week? Yeah, no, it is available. You cheated in that, by the way. What do you mean? You like hacked into it and got like yeah. a bunch. I had of a jetpack and a flew around. <laughs> <laughs> 
right. I, I got like really far legit legitimately. <laughs> Alright, I I'm pretty sure this podcast episode, how long have we been recording for? Um about like Just check, bro. No, like we have separate recordings. So what's forty eight oh. plus thirty six? Um, oh, I thought the other not one. Not that long. Oh, no, that's not terrible. Still, I think I kind of want to cut it's like it an hour off here. And 20. Yeah, it, it's a, cool. it's our typical leg. We typically rank reach like just the length. We typically reach Rochelle's house length. There we go. Which What's is the that? length that you need to have. Give to me the have total minutes. Eighty minutes. Ninety, eighty. We're usually around the range to eighty to ninety, mm-hmm. which is where you have to be to yep. be a narrative feature film. Fun facts. That's uh, not intentional at all. So don't act like it is. This is a one-way mirror. That's very cool, Nick. Um, I literally can't be. <laughs> okay, so uh, so now we get to the awkward part where we have to find a way to finish out the podcast, um, and we never really know how. So let's just try to come up with something. Nick, you you never ended the podcast before. Do you have any ideas? <laughs> <laughs>